0: What's up? up? We're back another episode of Friday. I had to get right to y'all. The Eagles draft, unbelievable. The Eagles draft is almost upon us. There's so much going on. It's good to have two first round picks. But I'm gonna get right to it. Shout out to my girl Simone with the sports. Excuse me, y'all just sneezed. Um, she was like. Well, it's a good opinion. It's not a stupid opinion. It's a great, great, logical opinion because the way it was broke down. She was like, it's a full running back room, which it is. And with that full running back room, there's no need to go for Bijan Robinson, Trey Sermon, who was a productive back in college, real good back. Um, Kennedy Brooks on the practice squad, another guy from Oklahoma, thousand yard rusher, Jalen Hurts, real familiar with him. Then after that, there's Boston Scott, Rashad Penny, and Kenneth Gainwell. But, break this down. So Boston Scott's making $2 million. Um, I think Penny got like three, two, three. Um, something like that. Don't have me um, you know, to reiterate those. One-year deal. Gainwell still young. He's still on his rookie deal. Very, very cheap running back room. But, no Running back that the Eagles have is as special as Robinson. Gainwell could be a Pro Bowl back. I think he is. I think he he can catch the ball. He's been doing that since Memphis. Dynamic, knows how to run between tags and know how to run through people. All around runner. Bijan Robinson is faster, quicker. He does, he can run any type of, like, he reminds me more of Tomlinson a bigger Tomlinson, like just a more physical, faster Tomlinson. This man's special. I mean, we put him next to Gainwell, and this this is what this does. This is what this does. It gives the Eagles, Devontae Smith and A.J. Brown, which are two number one receivers. Okay, well, nobody says. All the talk about Quez Watkins? For what? third receiver. Okay, he had um up-and-down year. He wanna, if you want to say he had a bad year. But he still made key play. He still showed the speed. There's nothing to worry about in that regard of a third receiver. Just let him come back. And this is his last year to show it. Come back with more chemistry with Hurts and everybody else around. And a guy with speed like that, you let that come back. There's no problem. So that's a weapon too. Now, Dallas Goddard. There's four receivers I've named. If you want to put Stoll in there, you can. He's a good blocker. He's a solid catcher. Calterra can stretch the field. Let's not talk about that, though. Let's talk about Goddard, Brown, and Smith. If you put B. John Robertson in there with Gamewell, there's two more receivers. There's two more receivers. Everybody else, we ain't going to talk about Watkins. We're going to talk about Brown, Smith, Goddard. And you get Robinson in there with Gamewell, there's two more receivers, that makes Hurts so dynamic, unfair almost, especially with a guy like Bijan John Robinson. Then you're talking about the offensive line. This is why I say my second guy is Paris Johnson Jr. He's visited the Eagles. I remember following this guy since high school. He was at one time the number one player in the country, um, number one or two. He was in the top three at first, starting out, when getting ranked like, you know, when he's sophomore. But he ended up being the seventh overall player in the country. Everybody, oh, it doesn't matter. Josh Sweat was the seventh overall player in the country too. Brian Bressey was the number one guy in his class. It's another guy that's special. I'm going to talk about him. It does matter when you see these guys and what their talent is based off of. It always starts from high school. All of it always starts from high school. Paris Johnson Jr. is a freak of nature. He had a great pro day. You put him at guard with Kelsey, with Dickinson, with Milada, with Johnson. We're talking about pro bowlers. I mean, learning from Stoutland, he could only, that could be an unfair, no one is even, you let Juergens still develop. It wouldn't be bad to have Juergens over there because he can play guard and be a pro bowl guard. But why when you know he's going to take over for Kelsey? Put Perry Johnson Jr. there, let him get in there, and it could be just another unbelievable line. That's my second guy. Those two guys are game changers, man. Like, it would really make Philadelphia different to have that type of wall line. Guy has great feet, great hands, powerful. Like, Perry Johnson Jr. is it from Ohio State. Now, the next guy, it took me a minute. Took me a minute. But Nolan Smith? See, the, the icing on top of the cake is when he said it fit him. And this is why. Because when somebody likes the organization, that's a plus. You know already coming in, his attitude is already on sky level, sky high. So this guy can run a 4-3. You remember Michael Parsons? Like, you put this guy at defensive end for the future with Sweat, he could be... 41-inch vertical? What are we talking about? That is a – and I wouldn't even be – these three guys are the guys I'm like, I wouldn't even be mad if somebody said Nolan Smith first or Nolan Smith second or Perry Johnson first, because Philadelphia is not in dire need of anything. If you look at them, their team is really set for the season to start right now. Now you're looking at future players and another impact. They have really signed the team right now going into the draft. Nobody's looking at that. They have signed a team that is ready right now for the season to start. Their rosters, it's no – you got Evans, you got Edmonds. You got Bradbury, you got Slade. You got Morrow, you got Reddick, you got um, Dean. You got Davis, you got Cox, you got Graham. You got sweat. The only the only prepared place I can see is guard, if you want to say that. But Cam Juergens can slide right over. It can be Juergens. it be Johnson, it can be Kelsey with Dickinson and with Malala. That they, they can start right now. That season start right now. Only thing you're looking at is depth. That's what you're looking at. You want more depth on the offensive line. They want more depth. They got the defensive line depth almost here. They want one more. Uh, Defensive end for the future for period another young player to push the narrative. They don't need a cornerback <clears throat> When you put that much money on cornerbacks, you don't need a cornerback. It's too much money on the cornerback position right now greedy Williams is in there. There's there's no they're not drafting a cornerback in the top ten That'll just make no sense like So you looking at how who's visited I mean this should let you know. Philadelphia just brought Bijan Robinson and Jalen Carter in. They're not bringing them in for nothing. They're both top ten talents. If they fall, they want to do their current evaluation of them. That's the whole. They want to do their current evaluation. Um Bressy, Bressy and Carter are the two other guys. I don't think Carter's slipping that far down, but that's the big thing if if I had a choice between Carter Robinson, all of them was at ten. Carter Robinson, Smith, Bressy and Johnson. If I had a choice, I still would choose to be John Robinson. I mean, offense is everything. And when you get a special guy like that, you go get him. You keep uh, my, my girl, Simone Sports, talking about Trey Sermon. We, I hear what he's saying, but there's a reason they flew him in there. The guys like that are special. Special. They just ain't flying anybody in there. They would have flew quarterbacks in there. They would have flew Will Levi, somebody you know. They'll put eagles are bringing people in they are interested in. That, you know, they're not they they like they running back room. Of course, they're not gonna let you know who they're gonna pick. That's not how teams do it. But Robinson is special. The next guy, after that, you know, it's a toss-up of who you're gonna get. Like who, of course, Carter will be the number two. If Carter goes to 10, you gotta get Jalen Carter. He is a special strength, strong guy. That would be unbelievable to have him next to Davis. So, we'll see. If Carter falls to 10, those are the two as far as ranking. After that, you could go anywhere. But Nolan Smith would be my favorite guy. I mean, he's just too fast, too quick. I mean, I don't know. Paris Johnson Jr. and Nolan Smith is a toss-up. I'm going to have to It's a toss-up. And then Brian Bressy is a guy. Listen, this guy. It's a freaking nature too. Strength, strong can, can go right. Like, he's another guy I wouldn't mind having next to Jordan Davis for the future. But then you still got Milton Williams. It's like, it's kind of crazy because it's like Milton Williams is good too. So I really, Luke Van Ness, I like Luke Van Ness. He's a, I, I wouldn't mind having him. I don't think um, we'll see if he ends up being. I think he could be a starter. He could be a ten set guy. I think he can, but I'm just not excited about him. Like I think Smith can be twenty set guys, it's a, a more of a menace than Vanessa So I wouldn't even take Vanessa at ten. I'm not taking Vaness at ten. Bressie, I'm taking Bressie at ten. I'm taking Bressie. I'm taking Bressie at ten. He has something different with him. He's a monster. You take him. He's a different type of talent, like a Micah Parsons. He's different. I would take Brassie at 10. You can get in the 30 range, you just got to see what, um, I don't know, what don't you have. Would they get Jamar Gibbs? They keep on talking about the running back, Gibbs. I think Philly's still going to draft the running back regardless. So seriously, I mean, I think they draft one regardless. That is totally where I'm at on that. I just think it's coming to air too much. I mean, it's really even um, with the Ezekiel Elliott thing. Look, um, they're still in the mix for running backs. So I think they could listen. It's open your eyes. You think them getting a running back is not <laughs> like on the list, y'all have to stop stop dreaming. Like this it would never come up if it was never on a table. It's too many airs around, too many people around, people in meetings and talks, and people can't wait to get info out. Can't wait to get info out. And it comes out. Um, then you look at the visits. I mean, they only had Kelly Ringo in there, Antonio Johnson, defensive back, so They could be in the 30 range, another um, safety, possibly. But Evans and Edmonds are are young guys. Why not wait and see where it goes and sign these guys? It's going to be crazy, man. It's going to be a crazy, but it's going to be good because they got two first-round picks. Who knows? They could trade one of them for a player. Jeffrey Simmons, keep hearing about him. Maybe number 30 could go for Jeffrey Simmons. Let's see. That would be a good pickup, good pickup. Right behind Graham, uh, Derek Barnett. I still think Derek Barnett's going to have a big year being a backup, playing for their contract year. I think he's going to be good. He's a good talent. Just needs to put it all together, be healthy. Sanders had his times, hard times staying on the field. This is the year. I think a receiver, they might get another receiver. Watch out for that. You know, by the time it hits the second round, it's going to be more like, who's the best player available? Is it the cornerback? Is it the receiver? Especially at the skill positions, like tight end and receiver. I mean, at one time, I was like, Michael Mayer was a, get another good tight end. But I think they like their tight end. I think Jack Stoll and Kaltera is intriguing. And then you still got um, Jackson coming back. Tyree Jackson, I mean. Let's see what he does. It's going to be interesting to see. So I'm out of here, y'all. I just want to get a quick, quick breakdown of the draft. What could happen? is Will Elliott with the Eagles. I think it's a big pickup. You get a, a dude that's going to eat up yards. And then we're facing the Cowboys. Twice in, in the same season. It'd be crazy to see him just run over that team twice a year. I think it could still happen. But if Philly gets Elliott, they're not getting Robinson. That's just it. If they don't get Elliott or, or go pursue Elliott, then I, I I'm still believing Robinson could be their pick. I'm still believing Robinson could be their pick. It is very possible the Eagles get Bijan Robinson. Blow up the whole draft. So I'm out of here, y'all. Follow me on Facebook, follow me on Twitter, follow me on Instagram. It's, It's the Follow Leader Podcast. Follow me. Follow me, in, follow me, follow and the flow. in the flow, in the flow, in the flow. You're like a photo. You're like a photo. Some everlasting, ever so I can take a phrase and a, a daily word. Now it's a armor. Rock him the main real work into this shit. I caught the bus the icy on my square, now these niggas stuck in Checking the welcome back, come welcome time. back. we on the second All segment. There. Five <laughs> leaders, hit boy and Nas, man. Hit boy and Nas, man. Them boys are nice, man. What's going on? Welcome back to the Father Leader. Body on it's called "The Tide" by Hit Boy and Nice Man. Hit Boy and Nice, he can really you spit. So been we are here to talk on the second segment about the Philadelphia Eagles draft, and it's crazy. Um, if you look at how good you know the draft is looking for the Eagles, uh, Jalen Carter just came in for a visit. Jalen Carter just came in for a visit. The man is a beast. Super duper beast. Shout out to Cameron and Mace for it is what it is. Um, They've been big, man. They've been doing their thing the way they want to do it. Unbelievable um, criteria, unbelievable idea. But y'all who don't like it, y'all just don't watch it. But this is, you know, they talking real stuff. They have their opinions. It's kind of like fans on, on, you know, I'm pretty sure it's going to be light because a lot of fans would love to talk like this. A lot of hosts would love to talk like this. But it's two certain criterias in sports uh, shows and everything. So let's get to the Eagles. Jalen Carter, man, he's a, he's a guy a lot of people say is the number one prospect in this draft. And I can see why. You know, he had a bad combine. He had a bad pro day. man. you don't come up. I, I have a red flag on that, but not as a talent. I would definitely draft him at number 10. I mean, you put him with Jordan Davis, that's man The thing about what makes um, Carter so good is that Carter is so strong. He's so strong, man. And you put him next to Davis and what they could do, that could be unfair. It's like having two Javon Hargraves on steroids. Like, it's Javon, Jordan Davis is Javon Hargrave on steroids. That is unbelievable. That's like times five. And then Carter is just, I mean, he's Javon Hargrave. So, that would be big there. Um, Javon Dexter, another good disruptive guy from Florida, had a visit. I just let you know, they're either going to get a defensive tackle late in the draft or early in the draft. I think they're definitely going to put something on their line one way or the other. But let's talk about what Philadelphia had. I think, to me, if you look at the visits and who's come in, it's one thing that has to happen. I mean, one thing is probably going to happen. You got Jalen Carter and B. John Robinson. If they fall to 10, I think they get either one of them guys. And I'm just saying, if all the prospects are available at 10, if all the prospects are available at 10, if all of them, they're available at 10, then who I think they would take? All the guys that they want. I think... That is the hardest one. But looking at who they go for, because there's the possibility of B. John Robertson being available at 10 is bigger than any of the other ones. Like Jalen Carter is a guy that people don't think will slip past 10. So Carter, Carter is a very hard guess. But if Carter gets to 10, I think over, just thinking right now, I'm thinking over any prospect, they would nab Carter at 10 over anybody if you look at their roster and where they're at you know even though you say the people say Milton Williams what about him for the future but Carter's a different monster but it's the same thing with B. John Robinson there's no running back on that on that team that's better than B. John Robinson you can say what you want but if you take kind of game well's uh postseason away if that's what y'all want to do then he's not B. John Like, B. John Roberts is a different animal. Look where they were all drafted. If you put B. John Robertson in the game, Wells draft, he's in the top 10. Same thing. These are two different talents. They're taking the best talent available. And in my opinion, B. John Robertson's the best player in this draft. He's the best talent in this draft. You give him to the Eagles' offense, it totally changes the game. It gives, Smith a, it gives a, Hurts another weapon. And not to mention, you still got gainwell who's going to be majorly productive. You still got Rashad Penny is going to be greatly productive. You still got Scott who's going to be productive. You know, and you put robinson there with those weapons and what he can do better than all of them. Wow. That's a different type because it's just like the receivers when you got Smith and you got Brown, look what they both can do on the field. Everybody talking about the third receiver. They didn't need the third receiver. They just need Godert to be healthy. If a guy that wasn't healthy, they still had Stole catching the ball. Look, look at the times that Stole and Katerra were in there. Look at the times that was in there. They were producing. If if, if it was Karterio with a big play or four or five catches for Stole, still blocking. And you sit there and you see what two Smith and Brown do for everybody on the field, and you get a B. John Robinson who could catch just like Gamewell. So now you got two more receivers that could be dynamic. Oh, that's a d- different offense with the type of offensive line they got. Um, who do I think looking at what they will take, They want a defensive tackle. That's what it looks like. I mean, they are really trying out these defensive tackles. But I, I said on one post on Twitter, I was like, if they don't get Carter or Robinson, they're going to get Paris Johnson Jr. or an offensive lineman. Because for them to go and look at Carter, you know, because the agent Drew Rosenhaus was like, we're not taking interviews for anyone but top 10 picks. So Philadelphia was in line to get an interview, and they took it to see what's going on. Then people like they got Dean and Davis. Yeah, they got insight on this guy. They, they got super insight on him. It would be good to bring another guy with chemistry back in like they did with Smith, uh, Hertz, and, and Brown. It's chemistry. Chemistry is big on on the football field. They could really turn into something different. Um, The next guy after them after Carter and B. John Robinson, it's real hard between Smith and Johnson Jr. Because I know Cam Jurgens is looked at as a guy that can move the guard, but I don't think Philadelphia wants to, if Philadelphia really wanted that to happen, they would have already named him the guard over there. They said trying out. If they get a guy like Perry Johnson Jr., that just makes their, their future of the offensive line even better because Kelsey's eventually going to move on soon. And, um, now you got four young guys that are ready to dominate, Been part of the, one of the best lines in football. Getting Perry Johnson would almost be like getting uh, Larry Allen. That's how good he is. Um, the next guy, I always say Nolan Smith. If it's, not Perry, if it's not Perry Johnson, if it's not an offensive lineman, they're stuck on these defensive linemen. I think Nolan Smith is over Luke, Luke uh, Lucas Verdez. He's over Dexter. He's over... Bressie, he's over all of them. So Nolan Smith would be the guy. Those are the four guys we're looking at right now. Who do I like? B. John Robertson and Paris Johnson Jr. I've been on record. Okay, if, if all of them are available, who would I get? Now, if Carter is available, that changes things so much. It changes it from Nolan Smith being number three to Jordan Carter being number. I still feel like for the team that we have, Perry Johnson Jr. and B. John Robinson are just as impactful as Jalen Carter would be with this team. And then after that, you look at between Carter and Smith. Carter and Smith, who do you get? Undeniable defense that had Dean, Carter, Smith, Davis. Undeniable defense. Undeniable defense. So you're getting another one of them pieces. And these guys got to be good because all these defensive guys were ranked top ten. Only reason Dean wasn't in the top ten because he got hurt. So they got a steal. No doubt steal. That's just no clear. The Biggest steal in that draft. Dean's going to be a pro bowler. It's, until he is not, you can't say nothing to me. Because if you can make predictions, I can make them too. So don't say, oh, no, I don't think he's going to be a pro bowler. Yeah, he has all the talent to do it. So I'm, until he does it, it's nothing you can say. You have an unbelievable dynamic player. Both of them are going to impact next year, Davidson, there's nothing to say about that None until it doesn't happen you can't say not them type of players right then you go with um, like I said Nolan Smith is just too unbelievably talented he would be just as good as getting Carter I mean you, if you, if Carter is a bad boy I mean, he's he's definitely that guy he was already up there the top three before the con if he would have had good combine just a decent combine And he had a horrible combine in pro day. If he would have had a decent one, he would have been top three. No doubt he wouldn't have passed top three. But now since that, of course, people are taking him off the board because you're not looking like you want to work for nothing. Coaches don't like that. And that's the only thing that pulls me away from Carter. It really does, man. Like I I really want to go with the edge with Nolan Smith instead of Jalen Carter. I mean, because Dolan Smith went in there to work and show people he's about. Carter just already was like, "Hey, I already got it. It is what it is." But in the end of the day, though, this man is an unbelievable talent, man. If if, if he if he's just not fading off in the black, if he's just not fading to black and just not working, and then because you, you the crazy part gonna be when he comes in the camp, NFL camp, and he's just killing and mauling and looking like something different. I mean, wow! But you know, this could also be a move, man. You know, in the NBA draft, you know, guys will tell you they don't want to be with a certain team. In the NFL draft, sometimes they say that, and then sometimes they just don't work on the combine, so they could fall. They want to fall. They don't want to be at certain like the, the the worst teams in the league. They want to be, you know, want to get to the teams that a little bit, you know, you get to nine and like Philadelphia this great trade. Great trade for Philadelphia, um, super trade for Philly, but they wanted they they weren't the, the number ten team. New Orleans was. When the waters is close, closer than the, the top three teams. I mean, it's real hard, you know, to judge that. Teams like Detroit. Chicago are working a little bit, you know, they got Justin Fields, you know, they got another receiver. They're working towards the playoff. You want to get to a team that's a little bit more closer to making the playoffs than the top three teams that are not there. You know, he's like, oh man, they might have a little bit of, like the Colts, like are the Colts that close? Carolina, are they that close? I mean, Carolina's looking lucky. They got Miles Sanders, got a receiver on board. You know, but are they that close? So it's probably teams he don't want to. you don't want to work out for. He want to be with a winner. He probably wants to be with Philly. I mean, Drew Rosenhaus hopped on that plane quick. He's been there before the Philly when they was in they winning. He knows it. Like, okay, we're not doing nothing but top ten teams. But if Philadelphia, let me tell you something, Philadelphia is 11 or 12. He would have took the call. They would have visited Philadelphia. Philadelphia is a team near, that has a near, and you know you're going to be with a winning organization. You're taking that call. So you can say what he wanted to say, Drew. He's taking that call. Philadelphia, the the team that was in the Super Bowl running up is calling you. You're taking that call. So I don't want to hear nothing. I want to hear none of that. It's just a big false lie. If Philadelphia was number 17, it was like, yo, we need a visit. They would have took that call. All right? Because you know Philadelphia's trying to come up and get you. But right now, Philly, uh, people are saying that Philly if he goes to eight, Philadelphia will make the trade. I don't think. I, I don't think that happens, man. I, I just had to see it. I just had to see that, man. Not the way he did it the combine. I mean, I know you know he got the talent, and then you talk to the only thing that can give you the one up on that is that he talked to Davis and Dean. They was like, Yeah, he's, he's that guy. You get him, he's that guy, and they'll trust their players. That could happen, but I don't see it now. Off, off thought. I'm just giving you the possibilities, but I don't see that now. Off thought that he would be a guy that you're going to trade up for. Why would you? What are you trading? Next year's pick and this year's pick. Like if you're trading the tenth pick and next year's second round or third round, you know some picks from next year would i say that would be there yeah, that'd be a good trade but i do not want to trade nothing this year i'm not trading the 30th pick and the 10th pick for Jalen carter i'm not trading the second round pick they got not for third or or the two seventh no you only got a, a minimal amount of them you might use a 30th pick with some picks you got this year to trade up in the first round but that's it you got to be smart about these picks so yeah i'm all with it i'm, I'm so all with it man um Carter's a good player, but if I had to choose, he would be my fourth prospect, man. Nolan Smith. Um, it's, still, it's still B. John Robinson, Nolan Smith, and um, Perry Johnson Jr. Nolan Smith is number three. So, so it's B. John Robinson, Perry Johnson Jr., and Nolan Smith. I mean, you can easily get a defensive tackle in the late later rounds. You can easily get another guy. But you ain't going to find a B. John Robinson, man. You're not gonna find that type of guy. As far as I say with this, like I say, the offensive line, you can complete it. Isaac is gone. Instead of moving your future center over the guard for this year, you could put a guard in there right now who's ready to play, ready to contribute. Be a pro bowler. Perry Johnson Jr. Totally believe he's ready to be a pro bowler this year. So I'm all with it, man. Um it's going to be something to see what happens. Uh, the Ezekiel Elliott situation could fall in so many different situations. What if they get Zeke before the draft? Then you know there's no B-John, and you know it's going to be a defensive tackle or offensive lineman. You know that. It's, just, it's not going to be a cornerback because you got everybody thinking, oh, no, Christian Gonzalez, all them guys are gone. Once you got Slay and Bradbury, then you sign greedy. What are you talking about? Then you got a whole camp of guys like Mario Goodrich and Josh Job and Zach McPherson and John Zia Scott. They're all going to battle. So nobody's going for cornerback is done. Whatever everybody thought was going to happen is not happening. But Philly was ready for it to happen. They was ready for it, but no. But Philly only got Kelly Ringo to come in there for a visit. One cornerback, you know, none of the other guys. Not not one top cornerback you're hearing about. Gonzalez, you're not hearing about them like that. Jerry Porter Jr., Devon Weatherspoon, all the guys, the people, you know, the fans were hype. Oh, get this guy. They have not went in at these guys hard at all. Um, it's all been, uh, you got offensive linemen, you got a uh, defense lineman, a lot of defense linemen. That's how you know, you probably like, man, they're really looking for a defense lineman in this draft. And in the top of the top 10, you see guys who, who can um, dominate, you know, Nolan Smith, Brian Bressy, the guys, uh, you know, Dexter and Jalen Carter, the number one. They even not only did they they interview guys, they interviewed the number one prospect out of defense alignment, the number one prospect out of defense. The only guy they ain't interviewed you know, Drill Anderson, them guys, Tyree Wilson. They know them guys are not going to be available, but once they find out about Jalen Carter slipping, it, it is a possibility they could trade up for Jalen Carter. I'm not knocking it, but at the same time. At the same time, they look at that situation that he's at eight, and they still see B. John Robertson and Paris Johnson Jr. and Nolan Smith available. I just don't think they're going to trade up for Jalen Carter. unless. But there's a situation because of next year's picks. You can use a first-round pick. If they're using picks this year, unless it's a seventh-round pick, two seventh-round I give up them two seventh-round picks. 10th pick, and the next year's second or third, to get. I would, to get Jalen Carter. Now, y'all say, oh, look what he's done. No, the guy has talent. He obviously has an initiative not to get drafted by some teams. He, he really, and then he's also had an initiative with some of these young generation players. They don't care about the combine, man. They just going to go in there and do what they do and go home. And I know it sounds bad. It sounds bad to me. But that don't mean he's not going to get on the field and be a straight disruptor because everybody will forget everything once he does that. So we on it, man. We we, we we on the Philadelphia 76. I mean, Philadelphia Eagles, excuse me. We are on that. We are seriously on that. And um, I just want to say it's going to be something, man. It's going to be something to see. This draft is going to turn out real good for Philly. They're going to get two impact players for sure in the first round. They're definitely going to get that. People talk about Jamar Gibbs. They're talking about him. Oh, they don't got to get to – Jamar Gibbs is not be John Robinson. What are you talking about right now? Let's just get out of here with that, man. You're crazy. You're absolutely crazy. And don't be surprised if Philadelphia snatches a receiver in one of these rounds that they're, they're, they're good and available. I mean, I know to make people happy about Quez Watkins, which I think they shouldn't bother him. Let him just develop after this year. He's either gone or not. But, you know, if it's a good enough receiver and one of those second or third rounds, it could take them. I say third and, to, to, and down, you know, so it's going to be something to see. Um, looking at this squad, man, and looking at the draft, it's in a good position to get the best player available anywhere they draft. In a damn good position, a damn good position. Like, you just came from the Super Bowl, and now you're in the top 10, and, and we're possibly talking about them getting two, the top two best players in this draft. Will Anderson's number three. Sorry, number four best player in the draft is Bryce Young. Okay, the best player in this draft is B.J. Robson, Jalen Carter, They're the top two guys, talent wise. Next is Will Anderson. Then you got, um, I said, I said Will Anderson, then I said Bryce Young. Number five is Devin Witherspoon. Those are the top five players in this draft to me. No, no question about it. Um, say what you want. Top five best players in this draft. That, are, Those are the players. And Philadelphia has a chance to get two of them. Really, Philadelphia has a chance to get more than that. I think the only person you're not going to get is Will Anderson, you know. Um, it's an unbelievable situation for Philadelphia to be at number 10, but still can get the best talent. I just wonder where they're going to go with this. Because the only reason they would bring, this is how you know the position they're in. The only reason they would bring B. John Robinson in and the only reason they would bring Jalen Carter in because they know they have the chance to get him. You're not going to bring a player in just because he's number one overall. <laughs> and you have no chance to get him. It makes no sense. You just wasted one of your top time. They know they have a chance to get both guys. And this is unbelievably great. To know. That's why I said, you know, even though I said that I don't think they're going to trade up for Jalen Carter, it is a possibility if they're looking at this guy already in the visit. Top 30 visits, those are important. You just don't put them on anybody. So B. John Roberts is another guy they say if they think if they can fall. If they think he can fall. Would if Philadelphia somehow got Carter and Robson? Let's think about that. They could possibly trade up a couple of picks to get Carter. And wait to see what B. John Robinson is and trade up from 30. Make a big trade to get B. John Robinson. If they do that, they have the best draft the best draft ever. If they get B John and they we got the best draft this year, if they get those two. The top two best players in this draft. But if they fuck around, excuse me, if they fuck around and they get um B. John Robinson and Perry Johnson Jr., whoof that's... Or, or Carter and Perry Johnson Jr., like, whew, that's such a good draft. If they get B. John Robinson and Nolan Smith, that's a good draft. Carter and Nolan Smith, is a good draft. But it's, then they won't be able to get those two. Uh, but B. John Robinson and Perry Johnson Jr., that's a stretch. But they can, they, can, they can make it happen. You know, if you get B. John Robinson and Perry Johnson Jr., that's possibly a second, third-best draft just like that. But Jalen Carter and B. John Robinson give the Eagles an A+. If they can make this happen, goodness gracious. So I'm out of here, y'all. Good to hear from y'all. Very, very good things about to happen coming up in the draft. I have way more. I also had Villanova. You know, I had them... uh, If you see the the before episode, I talked about Villanova, any Villanova fans that want to, you know, that you want to talk and and, and you want to see some updates, Malik Thomas, everybody getting to that. So I'm out of here, y'all. This is Fight with Leader, second segment, Eagles football. Out.